Me, 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 me. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? Hey, Albert. I'm good. Uh, oh, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> never, Yo, a- never asked that. It's episode thirty-three. Everybody, what's up? Hey, like the Coheed and Cambria song. Oh, is, it, is that a song? It's like dun 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 yeah, you don't remember that? Is it is it one of the radio hits? Well, there are no radio hits of Coheed. Sure. No. Definitely. Really? Good eye sniper. I shoot. That you was a run. radio hit? Yeah, it was like a it was like a and they they still had music videos then. Wow. Right. No, well, maybe it well, wasn't call a radio. In if call if, in if it was a Call in if you think Coheed and Cambria is 33. Has a radio hit. Um, yeah. It's a great song though. I I never really got all the way into Coheed. I, I, I mean, I liked the two songs that were popular. I think you would like this song. Which one? Thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. Maybe I know it. Maybe but, you're just not playing it right. What's the Hold on. He sings high. It's not what you have learned, or what they said about you under your skirt. Hmm. You know, not catchy enough. Um, I'm probably not singing it very well. It's very high. <laughs> I, I only know the one I was singing and the one that starts with Shabooty. Oh, yeah, Shabooty. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, well, I'm going to cut out all the parts of me singing. Um, no, 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 no. Leave it up. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I, I, happy Coheed and Cambria Coheed Day, everybody. Coheed and Cambria Day. There you go. Uh, I have a gift for you. <gasps> Ew. I, is it, it what is. I think it is? All right, so yeah, I'm gonna just give it to you first. Okay. All right, there you oh, go. Oh, Ryan. I ordered Albert some coffee beans. Yes, Spring Heel Jack Coffee and Cold Brew. Wow, what a good logo. Dude, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. So there's this Philadelphia artist that I really like named Sam Heimer. He does all this Halloween y shit and like this autumnal style stuff. Yeah. And uh, he posted that he had made the, the packaging for that. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, I'm gonna gonna I order that. Buy that. But uh, Albert and I, we explored Spring Hill Jack. Yes, on, we did. It was uh, episode five. I had to look this up. Have fun, but don't lose your nose. That was the name of the episode. Nice. And we wrote a whole Spring Hill Jack song, which yeah. all of you should go back and listen to because we know you're turning it off before you listen to the uh, the music at the end. That's crazy. I mean, maybe. that's the only reason to listen. That's the only reason. Wow, that's great. We're, we basically have been doing um, a free promo for them the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. But we should we should get in touch with this guy yes, and be we like, should. hey, listen, you like Spring Hill Jack. <laughs> we, we like Spring Hill Jack. Jack. And uh, you we, like it a coffee. The, I like it a coffee. I like it a coffee. Ryan, Ryan doesn't like it a coffee that much. <laughs> She's just <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> I like it a coffee. Talking to me about the coffee. Uh, me like it a coffee. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh man, Ryan, that's really nice. You know. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, go, thank you. No problem. That's really cool. But yeah, Spring Hill Jack. Let's make this work. Let's make it work. Whole beans. Do you have? I hope you have a grinder. Nope. Oh, hey, okay, I'll. Uh... You know what? I've been wanting a reason to get one. This is from uh, Columbus, Ohio. That's what I was looking for. Where is it from? Columbus, Ohio. All the way out there, huh? Landlocked. Right. Uh, land. No water are, in right? sight. Landlocked, right? In Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Not much. Yeah. Not. Mu- I don't know. I not don't much know. water around there. Not many oceans. Not enough. No, not enough oceans. Um, yo, I got these blue blocker glasses. Yeah, they look good. You look studious. Well, because, you know, Albert and I are teachers, and now right. we're, we have to virtually teach a lot. 
So yes. I'm I'm in front of the computer, you know, like eight hours a day. Then I get home, and then if I'm doing music <laughs> or stuff, I'm on the computer more. And then if we're doing podcast stuff, I'm on the computer oh, more. Computer. So I got these, and then I started thinking. I started thinking recently. It, maybe this is just like 21st century snake oil. These things. Oh, definitely, dude. Yeah, like, do they do anything? They like. They apparently. Warby Parker says they do something. Warby Parker. Is that your brand? No, Too I don't know what these are. Too expensive. I don't know what these are. But they like block out blue rays, which not the DVDs. Which is funny because you can't see it. So you they're like, it's working. Just, it's, so then I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I was just using them because like, yeah. I, I guess anything helps with the strain. Well, I like a prop, you know, like I wear a lot of glasses yeah, at school. Yeah, you do. I like to just put them on and then it's just like, you know, it's just fun. But you have like heart-shaped glasses yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, oh, yeah, look, yeah. I brought glasses. I wanted to show you. Yeah, put them on. Hold on. That's so funny that you mentioned that. I got these at Goodwill the other day. Whoa. These are my I love TV glasses. <laughs> those also, are, I feel like they're going to be my New Year's glasses. Those too. are really good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> TV glasses. It's $1.50. What do you want? There's nothing snake oily about them. I'll mm -mm. tell you that much. You know, I bought a pair of the blue, blue blocking um, glasses like you have. Yeah. And... Uh, the one of the ways that they were trying to prove that they worked is yeah. they sent you this a blue light a little blue yeah yeah light. i got you that. got that too? yeah i didn't even try it i'm like why are you sending me a laser a blue light laser you know i they were like yeah you just shine it and it won't go through or whatever i think it still went through <laughs> <laughs> these are bullshit but i liked it i liked yeah. the fact that they're like we're gonna prove it here's a blue laser yeah we're sending you the proof yeah that's how much they know that it, it probably isn't that thing that in itself like we could that's snake oil yeah blue, blue light doesn't go through clear glass everyone knows that apparently we should we what can we start that's like sort of like a snake we need because we need listen people we need money we need a lot of money and we need a lot of it fast so we need our own snake oil business proposition sort of thing ryan and albert's johnson enhancing salve <laughs> Okay. Right? Yeah, that's good. What what are some of the are there is there a special ingredient in Long there? Long and strong. Long and well that's a good yeah. Right, that'll be right in the that's, bottle. Yeah, right. They'll have both of our faces on there and we'll be like oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking real happy. <laughs> and um and I, we'll leave the we'll leave the recipe up to me. Yeah, just cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper, squirrel blood. Um, and the, the, the logo, the catchphrase could be... Oh my God, can you imagine putting cayenne pepper on your Johnson? <laughs> yeah, like cause yeah. if it burns, then people it think it's working. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah okay. And uh, we our, our slogan can be, me love you strong time. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So, so, you know there's a full metal, full metal jacket uh, reference. What? <laughs> me Love You Long Time is, is from Full Metal the Jacket, the Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah. Oh my God, that movie messed me up as a kid. Uh, when he shot himself dude, the, in the bathroom? It's all about the first half of that movie, it, the, the training. Yeah. Right. Oh, that scene is one of those things that like, I remember walking into the room and my dad was watching it and then the guy shoots himself in the, in the yeah. mouth yeah. in the bathroom and then I was like, and my, I was like, oh, God. And my dad's like, oh, I should have not let you watch that. <laughs> and he ended up being the roach monster in uh, <laughs> Men in Black, which you talked about a couple episodes ago, I think. He did? Yeah, same Wait. actor. 
Oh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Oh or, my gosh! Wow. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it was him. Wow. Shit. I like that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's a kingpin in Daredevil too. Oh yeah. He, like, he put fat. on. A, he put on a lot of weight. Yeah. They'd be like, "We could do a fat suit." He's like, "No, I've got to put on the weight. <laughs> it's what kingpin would do. <laughs> it's what he would want. It's what he would do." <laughs> No. How do you do? How do you I'm do? I'm Kingpin. All right, All right. So I think we'll probably make a lot of money off of that. And then we don't have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep this oh, train okay, rolling. Keep, keep the train so rolling. You had something you wanted to tell me. Did I? It oh, w- no. I had something I wanted to tell you. Well, I don't know. I just wanted to give you the Spring Hill Jack Thank, coffee. That's right. That's the surprise. That's really nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. We're going to get a big, nice commission on this one. I think so. Yeah. With back pay. I'm, yeah. ho- I'm hoping. Were you, did you have something to tell me? Oh, no. It, no, it wasn't okay. to tell you. I realized that the one thing that we were going to talk about was, um, uh, fuck you, Timmy, for not liking the uh, Shazam Hold on. This is you wanting to say fuck oh, you, oh, Timmy. Sorry. I wanted to say I have <laughs> I have nothing extraordinary. Extraordinary. Well, yeah. I put my heart and soul into in the character. Yeah, this is, uh, we have a qualm. There's a qualm. (laughs) Our last bit. Our last bit. The Shazam bit. I like the bit. Didn't land well, I guess. With Timmy. Call in if you liked the Shazam bit. No, it's because I asked. You never ask. Never ask if you like the Shazam bit. That's true. But it's fine. Yeah, so... So thank you, Timmy. Or thank you for listening, Timmy. Timmy. But but, but you want to say fuck you? It is funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll get a we'll get a long text about this on Friday, I think. Well, hopefully it's on WhatsApp because I still don't have it. Uh. (laughs) Hey, last time we um, recorded, there was no there was there was a a floating non-president. I know, right? There's still a floating non-president. Well, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) There's a what is it? The um, see, there's the president-elect, and what does Obama call lame duck? Oh, okay. Lame duck. Yeah. I thought he was calling like the seated president or something like that. Um, the sitting president. Sitting president. Right? Didn't no, that's say what that? that's what like the Obama like Obama say it so they don't have to say his name. Oh, he who shall not be named. Oh, okay, yeah. The sitting president. The sitting president. Okay. Wow. Now it's lame duck. That's a nice little F U to it that the um Lame Duck, yeah. Because yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you don't want to be a lame duck. <clears throat> no. You want to be a fun duck. Right. You know, ducks have weird penises. Corkscrew penis. I was just going to say the same thing. So They're also very rapey. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all are, an- they are rapey. I mean, m- most animals are rapey, right? I mean, yeah, cats have barbed penises. Ooh. Yeah. ooh I don't want to think about a cat yeah. penis. A duck penis, I do want to think wanna about. I do want to think about that. <laughs> I want to think about that one. The corkscrew is fun. Yeah. Do eels have penises? Uh, I feel like they're more of like spraying. Uh, they like 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 they lay the eggs and then you spray on them. I don't think they need a penis, <laughs> right? So there's not. I don't think eels. There's not much like like romantic back and forth between yeah, like male and female eels. Females just shit the eggs out, then the guy sprays <laughs> on them. And no one raises them. <laughs> they get struck by lightning and then they're electric eels. You know, there's a whole book about eels <laughs> that came out recently. Really? I think they're very mysterious, mysterious characters. I think they're mysterious. Them eely eels. I remember on Naked and Afraid once, which my dad loves, mm-hmm. uh, this guy found like a like a little mud puddle full of giant electric eels. Nice. But you got to be careful because they can kill. That electricity is enough to kill you. Mm. Um, so he was like spearing them. 
and they they were eating giant like no one ever has any food on Naked and Afraid. Okay. Like, yeah, little, I feel stupid because tiny like puffs. Dude, everyone's talking about Naked and Afraid, and I, I still have not. I've not seen a single episode. It's not good. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Alone. There's like an, it's like a basically naked and afraid, but it's like clothes. Do they and have afraid. clothes? <laughs> yeah, they do. It's not naked it's not. and afraid then. All right. Just think, all those fire ants just going up your butt. Yeah, that's rough. Rough stuff. Yes, it is. But you want them ratings? You gotta get them. Gotta get them. Speaking of ratings. Ours are through Thank that's what we were gonna talk about. Yo, Australia and Russia. Yeah. Email us. Just come on. We just wanna know we wanna know how you're doing out there. We wanna know Is it cold or hot? Well in Australia, I guess it <laughs> Well, I mean, it maybe depends where you are in Australia. Like the south of Australia, is that probably cold? I don't know. I thought they were all hot. Shit, maybe not. It's probably all hot. Right? Maybe I'm thinking on top of the Australian mountains. It's hot it's it's cold in, at night. Oh, well, yeah, because it's not as much greenhouse gas, right? <laughs> Russia's cold. Russia's cold. Yeah, lots of yeah. work. Uh, e- Russia, email us if you ever have a warm day. Ever. Yeah. Or, or just, yeah, don't be an idiom at gmail.com. Yeah. No, no also, punctuation. Why are you listening? That's what we want to know. What yeah. is going on? Get, introduce yourselves. Yeah. Because we, we know you're out there and we appreciate the support. We just want to, we, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to you guys. Yeah. And go tell all of your Russian and Australian friends to listen mm-hmm. and maybe go down to the bar and then we could we could do an episode that's all in Australian or... No, that might be cringy. Ru- Russian. Or Russian. Which, yeah. Which okay. sounds more like a... Yeah, yeah. Go, go for it. Yes, we'll have no, an episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is a more like a Z. It's more like this. There's no mistake. That's, you're There's thinking, a Russian episode. You're thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's, he's Austrian. <laughs> well, but, that's like halfway between Russia and Australia. Yeah. yeah. But, anyway, uh, but, we were going to do a show, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. So we got our game. We're going to see who's going to go. In, we're going to go first. Um, Albert yeah. brought these Frank Lloyd Wright memory, memory a memory card memory game. Card game. Yeah. Got it at the thrift store. All right. Well, tell us what the game is. So we've got four, eight. Uh, we've got 32 cards, right? Okay. Oh, God. I don't know if my math is right. It's yeah. not. 16. <laughs> yeah, four times four is 16, right? So we got 16 You're cards. You're better at math than I am. So. We, we, the 16, uh, 16 cards laying face down in a grid pattern. Mm-hmm. There's only two matches. There's only one, one match, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. In the whole thing. So we're just going to play a good old-fashioned game of memory. Um, taking turns, flip two cards mm-hmm. if you get, you know, one, and uh, and then when you get the match, you're good to go. Okay, let's see what happens. Okay, all right. He's the champ. Yeah, this is, is an actual winner. It's 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 a. Uh, it's not subjective. Object, it's objectively Thank winning. You, Tara and Percy. <laughs> they're giving. They're going to provide us with a list of games soon that they've been yeah. thinking up. Yeah, you think when they told you they have a list, they would just give the list at that moment? Yeah, but you know, I don't think there is a list. But sometimes I think it's a mental list. Sometimes it's written you, down yet. Sometimes when you got a secret list, it's like, mum's the word. 
There it is. There's his idiom that he snuck in on me with mum's the word. Very nice. Do you know mum's the word? It's British. It is British, yeah. They always say mum. It's very British. They always say mum, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a... Like ma'am. Like ma'am. Right? Yeah, like... Well, it's mom. I I think in Britain, like, they call mom mum. Oh. Because don't they say... Oh, okay. Yeah. And and when right. they're when they say ma'am, they say mom. Right, yeah. mom. Right, because uh, in um, a in a what's the that? crown broad church and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, like any superior, they're calling mom. previously on broad church. <laughs> previously on broad church, it was a bad day, <laughs> Jimmy. It's the Australian version of broad church. I, David Tennant has the most beautiful Scottish voice. It's great. Previously on broad church. Oh my God! He's just the—he's the best. He's the best. If anyone knows him, <clears throat> yeah, tell him we're it, talking about. Anyone tell him we're talking about. <laughs> no, give a call. Give a call. Get David Tennant to get in touch with us. Uh, so, mum's the word. It's a very British expression, but I've been meaning to do this for many, many months. Well, that's a good one. Never even thought to look that one up. What does mum's the word mean? It means like keep shh, mm-hmm. shh, keep it secret. Keep it secret. Do not reveal. Keep quiet. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. And um, have you, have, I mean, do, do Americans ever use that, you think? Yeah, I feel like mum's the word. Yeah, like. Hey, mum's the word. I feel like, yeah, you word. can yeah, make it more. Mum's the word. And you hey, touch man. your nose. Yo, mum's the word. Mum's the word, yeah. Well, it's I feel very like it's, easily like Americanized. To, yeah, like you're just like, you're, you're being funny. All right. So we know that it's, um, you know, keeping a secret. Do you want to take a guess where it's it comes a, from? A British secret. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. All right, everyone knows this is my what I'm the worst at picking no, a, that's time, not true. a time frame. So I'm gonna go with let's say wh- wh- when was when was Windsor happening? <laughs> that was like s- <laughs> when was Windsor eight, happening? Is that the 1800s? Wh- 1700s? Uh, like the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth's she's 1900s. Still alive? That's 1900s. She's she's still alive. Who was the one before her? Who was her mom? Queen Mary. It? Queen Mary. I, don't, I actually don't remember. I, can I just say 18, 1800s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You which is that. the 19th century. Although, I know although a late 1800s was Queen Victoria. Do you want to go there? Are you leading the witness? No, but I'm, if you're asking for a queen before Elizabeth. Yeah, queen before. That's what I asked for. Okay, Victoria. but I'm not, I'm not sure that was exactly who preceded her, but I think it might have been. Sure. Well, right. we can talk about this on... Yeah. Sorry, we're idiots. It's yeah, called right, don't, don't Be, be an, an Idiom. idiom. Yeah. All right, it's 1855, and mm-hmm. and um, okay, so everyone in Britain says "mum" when they mean what? What do they mean, ma'am? No, mom. Yeah, mum means mom, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm going down the wrong. No, no, but I think it does. Here. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to give anything away. So. All right, 1855. Off, 1855. <clears throat> uh, little, little Orwell. He's like one of those kids that wears like the sailor outfit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, He's yeah. like that. Little Orwell. Little Orwell from from a very rich family, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, him and his brother kicking around. What do you kick back then? I would say it's probably something Ball? like a dog. <laughs> and, and little Orwell... He's he loves football, mm-hmm. which is soccer. <laughs> yeah. So he he th- he kicks the dog into the lamp. Must have been some sort of a gas lamp outside. Is this like a street lamp? No, he's playing inside. That's oh, the problem. Okay. okay. And he kicks the lamp, the dog at the lamp, and then it breaks. 
Yeah. Uh, the lamp, not the dog. Yeah. And then he says to little, his brother, which is named Renald. Renald. He says, oh, Renald, don't say anything. Mum's the word. Don't say anything to mum. Don't say the word to mum. That's what it Don't is. say a word Don't to mum. Don't say the word to mum. Got it. And then, <clears throat> because he doesn't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then little... What was his brother's name again? Uh, Reynolds? Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah. Reynolds says, uh, oh, I don't know what y'all even talking about. And then Orwell's Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's right, Jimmy. (laughs) And and then they just, the dog runs away and no one, and mom just thinks, whatever, we're rich. Mm -hmm. And then she, then, then the kids tell their friends what they said. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, kids like they tell are not story. reliable. With they, they, like, whisper down the lane. Right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he said, I told him, don't say a word to mom. And then the little kid's like, are you saying mom's a word? Why is there? And then it gets down the row. Uh-huh. And then the little girl's like, I said mom's the word. Yeah. And then they all started lying to the parents. I see. Yeah, yeah. 1855. I'm going to have to, like, uh, go back. You know, I'm just eventually rewind and really break this down. Okay, but um, uh, make ba- a timeline. Ba- yeah, I might need to make a timeline. So it's it's a slang that that kind of started from this one specific incident. It started from a specific incident. Yeah, that you know, kids they don't know what they're saying. They, they no, they do they do not know. Um, Nor, me neither. Obviously, yeah, no. um, I do have to commend you on one thing. Okay. That you're totally wrong. So this is a slang word that that probably doesn't surprise you, but it's a slang word does. of a middle of a middle English word. So we're talking like 14th century, right in the Oreo cream of the <laughs> of English, right? right yeah, in there. yeah, right. Got, the, got it. Got right it. in the, creme. the good part. <laughs> right in the delicious creme of Middle English. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> there was a word, mum. M-O-M-M-E, which okay. meant do not reveal. Oh, okay. So so that we're we're gonna I'm gonna I'm, So just saying mum means yeah. shut the fuck up. Just shut up, shut up, shut up. Right. And although I don't mum and mum may I mean the the fact of the matter is that I'm not really sure. Mumble how don't to, mumble the word? I don't know how to speak early middle English very well. Sounds good to me. So um now, this you're going to find this interesting. <laughs> I know, because you're talking, Ryan. I always do. So the expression mum's word itself dates back from 1700. So you're only about 100 years off anyway. 150. But okay. a mummer is someone who acts without speaking. Like the Philadelphia Mummers? Like the Philadelphia Mummers. Wow. Precisely. And if you think about the word mime, that also takes... <laughs> I think of it. That's another example of like an actor who acts without speaking. Yeah. So mum's the word, mummer, mom, do not reveal, do not speak. It's cool. All of that etymology is kind of working together there. Great. So the, there's, um, it's been traced back as... as to uh, like the first time the, that word mum was used that in written language yeah. was in 1376. 
I can't. That's far back. Middle English is really weird. It's like uh, like Beow, not Beowulf. It's way after Beowulf, but it does kind of have like this sort of I don't know, like Norwegian or like Dutch yeah, Dutch sound. Cool. I'm gonna try to read this. Thou mightest beat our meat in the mist on Malvern Hollis, then get in our mom of hero mouth till money we are skewered. Wow. <laughs> Did you understand any of that? Nope. No. <laughs> it's basically like this this line from this poem, Piers Plowman, which was like some famous allegorical narrative poem. Pierce or Piers? Piers. P I E R S. Not not ownership. He's not owning the plowman? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pierre, and this is my plowman. This is, oh, oh, I see yeah, what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And um, it, there, there's that, that second line, then getin a mum of your mouth till money we are skewed. And it just means that you may as well try to measure the mist on the Malvern Hills as to try and get her to speak without first offering payment. Whoa. So it's someone needs some money before you get him to talk. Nice. So mum is like, that's like the earliest instance of that. Then I bet it's hard to measure the mist is why he's saying that. It's nearly how do you measure <laughs> mist? If you're a mistologist mist. or, or married to one, please, mm. please call in. I would love to know how you measure mist. Somebody's doing it. Yeah, someone's doing it. I mean, I guess it's uh, back then they weren't. Who, what's the study of clouds? What's that called? No, oh. I feel like you would know this. You're a fifth grade teacher. Cloud? Nimbus? <laughs> that's one type of cloud, isn't it? But oh, I, I see. Yeah, that's within the subsect of yeah. cloud study. He I, I would think, have to study the nimbus. I think cloud scientists probably would be the best people to ask about measuring mist, I guess. You know what? That sounds like a fun and kind of lofty sort mm. of We'll get back title. to that. Yeah. We'll get back to that. And we know all you smarty pants are out there being like, Dude, we I'm I know exactly who the dad's a cloud scientist. <laughs> All right, so a hundred years later, there was this famous collection of plays called the Townley Mystery Plays. You're going to love this. 32 mystery plays based on the Bible. Ooh. But then what, do they make it weird and creepy? It's probably weird (laughs) because... It's probably weird just because I hate the, the Bible. I know you do. (laughs) And um, one of the lines from one, one of the plays was... Though thy lips be stoken, yet might thou say, Mum. And Jesus was a vampire in this one. <laughs> now, it's most <laughs> famous because of Shakespeare, though. Okay. All right. So, a, a hundred years later. So, so now 15, we're, okay. Yeah. So, like, 1300s, 1400s. Now, it's the 1500s. Henry VI, Part Two. This is a Shakespeare play I've never read. Okay. Because I'm not interested in the history plays all that much. No, well, because history is a little boring. <laughs> Just a, di- a bit boring. It's about King Henry and the War of the Roses, which sounds like uh, Game of Thrones shit. You it know? does. What is what, what is the War of the Roses? Do you know? I mean, they're not obviously fighting over roses, right? No, it has to do with the uh, the the crest of of two different families. One was a white rose, and one was a red rose. Cool. They, yeah, oh, so. that see, that's how history gets cool. Right. Yeah, that's all you need. That's cool. A couple of interesting symbols. See, I'd like to be a white rose because then when I'm killing people, all the blood is going all over the And then white, you're making it right? a red rose. Yeah, yeah. You're like, who's a red rose now, Jimmy? <laughs> Why do you keep saying Jimmy when you're doing an Australian Cause accent? Because that's what we were saying. <laughs> Bad day. Bad day, Jimmy. Jimmy. Right? But why did Jimmy... Why I do you don't think know. <laughs> it's 
funny. Um, so there's this there's this scene where this one character. There's a lot of you know, of course, in a Shakespeare play there's lots of Confusion. like con- conniving you know there's lots of secret monologues happening and this character says seal up your lips and give no words but mum which is nothing which is nothing right right and um and then but it's not until the 1700s until mum's the word becomes an idiom i, I mean like yeah. you know as like that yeah, specific yeah. phrase Use, yeah figuratively yeah um so then, then, like, starting in the 1720s, people started using, ah, mum's the word. Like, don't say anything. Just be, like, you know, secretive about it. So I thought it would be interesting just to look at some of, of like, what what is a mummer? Because a mummer is way yeah. more familiar to us. Albert and I, you know, we're, we're from the Philadelphia area. And there's this annual parade that, I mean, most people, unless you're from around here, probably don't know this. But there's a oh, mummer's true. parade on New Year's every day, it's specific to Philadelphia, and it, right. it's it comes from it's related to this word. So, in in England, um, like basically for for centuries, there are these things called mummers plays, mm-hmm. where they would dress up and go from house to house and perform these like little you know historical or fictional incidents. Actually, some of it kind of reminded me of uh, Punch and Judy. Oh yeah! But instead of puppets, it was like people like dressing up, and they would like act out, and then and, the, and they would ask for money, right? And then the people at the house would be like, "Oh, I didn't ask for any of this." Yeah, they oh, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> Everyone for some reason is I Australian. I didn't ask for it, but I love it. <laughs> and, I love it. And um, but uh, so. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind so of like they would go. Is that so? It was a Christmas mumming, thing. Mumming started door to door Christmas stuff. Yeah, like you cool. know, in, that's in like so British. Little communities in around England, you know, there would be people that would like wear masks and costumes, and they would go from house to house and put on these little performances, and they would drink along the way, sure, and get money for. Is that it. where wassailing comes from? Wassailing, right. Talk to me about wassailing. It's a Christmas, right? Here we go, wassailing, wassailing. We go something like that. It's from one of the. It was from one of the. Um, one of the. Oh God, the, the Muppet Babies, or no, not Muppet Babies. Yeah, it was like the Muppets or something. Christmas, hmm. Sesame Street Christmas. One of those wassailing and then when I was a kid I always thought it was waffle I would think waffles yeah waffling I think that is wassailing I think it's when you go door to door hmm I'm looking it up yeah you look it up I never do this I mean it must be related I mean Jim knows Jim has said wassailing before I'm sure he has but I mean is wassailing just caroling I think so okay that's that's very similar saying is like caroling so wassailing is so what does wassailing mean exactly have you looked it up I'm looking up wassailing right now. And it is, let's see, let's see. Drink plentiful amounts of alcohol and enjoy oneself with others in a noisy, lively way. Wow, so the Muppet Babies? Go go from house to house at Christmas singing carols. Okay. It's very similar to to mummering. I have been thinking about wassailing ever since I was like you know when you're a little kid and you don't know anything and yeah. you're just like <laughs> it's just very like, similar to right now <laughs> but I've been thinking it's it's stuck in my head forever yeah. that's cool uh, is that a british like a britishism wassail 
Mm, it says it's archaic. <laughs> no, all right. Well, if it's archaic, it's not like an Americanism then. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I, orchard orchard visiting was sale. I tell you, I'll tell you what. We can't. <laughs> we can't do looking up on. Oh, was sale. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like I've heard that word before. But you haven't heard wassail. No, wassail. Jim would be upset. Listen, I can't be spending every second of my day pleasing Jim just because he's so smart. <laughs> Wouldn't would it be, be nice if that was <laughs> your, your job was just to please Jim? <laughs> that would be obscene. So, uh, right. So these, these Mummers plays, uh, you know, naturally started in England and Ireland. And, you know, also eventually they kind of came over to Canada and as early as the 16, I'm sorry, wait, the 1700s, they were doing it in America. And eventually, you know, Philadelphia was hot shit back in the 1700s. Right. Probably because Benny Frank got on, got Benny, on it. And he's, he's like, yeah, yeah Benny, come on. <laughs> like, look, you see this hat? Yeah. Beaver skin. Beaver skin. Let's go. Benny Frank has made a lot of appearances on this this show. This, you know what? I think he would like this show, or he would be like, "No, I could do it he's better. Way I could too do it smart better. for us." Yeah. So in so in Philadelphia, you know, Amer- Americans were just this me- like a mishmash. That's not a phrase, is it? Mishmash. Is that a thing? I like it. Uh, I'll look it up. It's a mishmash. <laughs> but, hey, no computers allowed. We're supposed to just. <laughs> this is what people do. Yeah, but not. We don't usually look things up mid-show, do we? Mishmash pizza restaurant, Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> That means they have to be copying something, though. <laughs> All right, let's order a pizza from... We have to go to Mishmash right, in Connecticut going, next going. time we uh, go to uh, Mystic. <laughs> Mystic Pizza. Yes, I love Mystic Pizza. Oh, Mishmash, mish-mash. Is, a, is a confused mess, a hodgepodge, okay. right, or a so, jumble. So, you know, America is a mishmash I like of cultures. Up, we're looking stuff up. It's fun. Oh, okay, well, maybe we'll have computers up in front of us all the time. This could be the computer podcast. The computer podcast. <laughs> All right, wait, what the fuck? I'm getting. Uh, All right, sorry, we're getting side-tracked a little sidetracked here. here. Um, too much scotch. Ooh. All right, so yeah, in Philadelphia, you know, there was a, uh, you know, people were pulling from English, Irish, Swedish, Finnish, uh, German, all of these different heritages of this this practice of of mumming, and Philadelphia just became this place where. People would start, you know, people would kind of like kept this practice alive. Now, it might not surprise you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> it might. Or it might surprise you that uh, mummers in America have a pretty racist background. Ooh. Yeah. So, and. and no, it doesn't surprise it me. It doesn't surprise me either. I mean, so like a, a, a lot of the, the Philadelphia mummers. By the way, this has been banned in England as late as the 1860s. Mummers? 1860s, I think, which is crazy if you think about it. Like, no more blackface, using blackface. Oh, right, yeah. But apparently in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia mummers have been using blackface all throughout the 1900s. Really? Even as early as 2020. No. Mummers have... Yeah, yeah, if you think that about was, it. That was... That was the this last... most recent New Year's. It's almost yeah. because of their portrayal of Mexicans, Native Americans, really, um, African Americans, um, homosexuals. There's even like anti-gay um, stuff, specifically about like Kylie Jenner. They had like this 
like one of the mummers had a it was a what's Kylie Jenner's um what was his a first original name? Oh right, what was it? Chris Jenner? No, oh, fuck. I, I mean, I just don't know the anything runner. about. The, he was the runner. I know. Honestly, I don't know anything about sports, and I don't know anything about the Kardashians, Jenner. so I just don't know who he is. But they had a picture. Jarek Jenner. It's not Jarek. <laughs> they had a picture of him on a Wheaties box, mm. and then his post transition is Kylie Jenner on a Fruit Loops box, and this was like part one of the mummers in the parade was. Wow. You know, and it's it's just like stuff like this, and these. Maybe they were celebrating it. And it's just like amazing that, you know, like this this practice of uh, mummering has been around since the, you know, for over 500 years. Wow. And obviously in Philadelphia where it's still so rampant and happens every year, it could be such a cool tradition. Right. But it's just like steeped in racist, right. homophobic bullshit. <laughs> it yeah. just sucks, man. It could be so cool. I, You know, it's funny how, well, you know, the guy's... You know the guys over at uh, Punxsutawney? Punxsutawney, yeah, you know, uh, the, Groundhog the Groundhog's Day. Day. Yeah. You know, those guys are all like KKK members. Oh, really? I don't <laughs> I, think I knew that. I read an article headline once that they were all, all those guys that wear the top hats are like, you know, neo-Nazis or something. Oh, my some God, shit. really? I didn't read the article, though, okay. so it might not be true. Thankfully. But, but look at them. They look very white. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Punxsutawney. I feel bad for the groundhog. But I'll tell you what, the Bill Murray movie is great. That is some choice. That is some entertainment. Prime cut of beef. A very prime (laughs) cut of beef. Um, I got one fun fun fact for you that I think you'll like. Uh, And so in in Newfoundland? Yeah. In Canada. Is that Newfoundland? I think so. Yeah. That's Uh, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Also, not very original. Right. That name. Yeah, that's like... Uh, you know, the English probably came over and they were like, it's new land that we found. Let's put it put it together. Who can we kill to ensure <laughs> that it stays ours? Somebody less fortunate. I'm assuming people in Canada also died, right? Native, native oh, yeah, people. Oh, like yeah. The aboriginals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They get really shit on bad. I mean, no one gets shit on worse than it right here in the land of the free. That's true. But I'm sure. But no, no, the Cana- I'm sure no, in Canada, I, yes, it's no, the pretty... Canadian. Yeah, they uh, they also uh, have a very rough time. All right, treated like dirt. It's bullshit. Of course. Yeah. Well, so in Newfoundland in the 1860, or, or I think it was 1860, uh, there was this. <laughs> it's not funny, but there was this guy <laughs> Isaac Mercer. And it's kind of funny. you know, he went out to uh, drink with his two brothers. To I think they're brother brothers-in-law, and they went into the woods and they were drinking from a flask. And then he's like, "Hey, can you guys, you know, walk, walk me home? I'm a little drunk." <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> you guys slap my knob. <laughs> That's a grotesque. So saying. they 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 quite grotesque. <laughs> So they accompanied him home, and six mummers beat him up, and then took his okay. ha- took his hatchet off his belt, and then hit him on the head with his own hatchet, and he died the next day. Well, yeah, I that's what, and so he was killed by mummers. Jesus. So they decided uh, in 1861 to pass the act to make further provision for the prevention of nuisances, and AKA mummers, specifically mummers. Wow. 
But that didn't, people kept on doing stuff. So in 1672, they just made it illegal. Well, you know, the costumes. For over 100 years. KKK wears costumes. Yeah. But it was, but actually, so this, the, this uh, little tiff, it was because it was a Catholic Protestant thing. Oh, God. It's all fucking religion. Who cares? <laughs> they should, right. they should be like, oh, you believe in some oh, bullshit? Yeah. I believe in some bullshit. Yeah, we should just get together with that. Like, I, I, no. It should only be religious versus anti-religious. Like, I don't want to hear about religions fighting. That's just like boring versus boring. Right, right. Well, anyway, poor Isaac Mercer got killed with his own hatchet because of religion. Yeah, probably because he was like a cool atheist. By a, like, by I, I, I invented the Mohawk. <laughs> Well, no, he didn't. I no, he the didn't. Mohawk. He probably unless he was a native. Was he native? No, he was not. Oh, no, shit. No. He was he was white as a uh, white as an egg, hard boiled egg, unpeeled. Who had the first white mohawk. Who's the, oh? That is a great question. The first Caucasian with a mohawk. Shit, right? I guess it is. Interesting. Also, to be the like the Native American tribes and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I mean, I'm just going to assume that the Mohawks had Mohawks, right? Maybe is that, a, is that too much you of know, an assumption? But, but it could have just been some, you know, you know, white dudes writing in their diaries, like, and the Mohawks had crazy hair, like, but just, just, to, saying, just like, to make like, them like, appear. But, but I wonder way. if it comes, if it, yeah, it must, right? right? Because yeah. that is, like, that would be the tribe. Like, I would be so cool to be that tribe. It would be very cool. All yeah, right. I wonder who stole it. Yeah, probably. I, well, we'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. There, mum's the word. There it is. All right. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> is that some people was wassailing? Oh my god, the audio is horrible. Those guys need to stop <laughs> sailing trees because it's, the, you know, without their permission. Wow, you think you know someone. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Couldn't speak. Welcome back. Because mom's the word. How good is that song? That's a good song. 
All right, that, that song was Mum's the Word by Plastic Cactus. Check them out. They're an Oregon band. Uh, that's on their EP called Pricks, which came out in 2017. Clever. Cactus. You like Pricks. that? Yeah. Fucking badass. I love that tune. Um, all right, Albert, so it's your turn. What What's your idiom here? Well, you know. Or you, or you don't have to give went, it to me. You went with a pre-election relevant idiom, right? Yeah. So I thought I would go with oh. a post-election relevant idiom. Okay. And I would just like to say to all the Trumpers out there, <laughs> yo, don't have all those sour grapes. Sour grapes. All right, man. Right? Yeah. Right? I never looked into this. Me neither. Uh, it's a Larry David movie. I know, and I didn't watch it. I I, I saw that it was. That's okay. And, I didn't. Did I didn't you? watch Henry the Sixth Part Two. Me neither. But so, that's I'm two. I'm zero for two. Yeah. Did you watch the Larry David one? I've, I've never seen it. Oh, so you've never seen it? We should. We should watch it. Let's watch it. Okay. Okay. Uh, sour grapes. Yeah, you got those sour grapes. You know, I don't. I don't even. I'm not even a hundred percent certain about the the definition of sour grapes. Is it just mean? Is it just when you're bitter about something? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the definition. An attitude in which someone disparages or affects to despise something because they cannot have it themselves. Trump! (laughs) (laughs) This is a political political podcast! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... uh, So I'm relevant. Yeah, you're very relevant. (laughs) This is so relevant. Uh, so what do you think? I Where feel do you like think it comes from? In a way, I feel like I didn't really listen to your definition because I was... Let me give it to you yeah, again. I'm sorry. I was... Hey, Jimmy, it's an attitude in which someone disparages or affects to despise something because they cannot have it themselves. Trump! <laughs> Trump! Trump! All right. Probably clip in there, but... <clears throat> Somehow you did not clip. Sounds that the... It sounds really clear sounds in my good. headphones today. I know. What's the deal? I think my I think it's my uh my dual microphone jack thing. Is working? I, I think I jiggled it a, w- okay, a little good. bit when I moved it. And Don't move it again. Sounds good, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very clear. All right. Oh, shit, man. Give me, give me a second to think about an origin story for this. Sure. It's I, I've got sour no- grapes, yeah. no context. I've got nothing. Um it's just like when you, you know, you're just like, well. Yeah. Okay. I'm going straight to France. Well, that's a smart move because <laughs> of the grapes. So we're in France. It's 1750. And uh, we're in Aix-en-Provence. 1750, yeah. Yeah, right right outside of Aix-en-Provence. We've been there. We've been there. Oh, we're, we're very. We're, we're, we're very uh, world traveled. We're traveled. Renaissance men. We're, we're traveled men. Cultured. We are. To the core. Yeah. Core culture. Culture. It's coral tr- chore. So it's 1750. We're in the south of France, uh, right outside of Aix-en-Provence. And there were two vineyards. You could call them dueling vineyards. Sure. I will. I. You should. It's Michel and... <laughs> and, uh, and Franck. Franck. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Classic. Uh, and, and so Michel was known all throughout... Europe for his his tasty tasty uh wine wines yeah yeah <laughs> you can multiple wines many many different many different yeah. wines yeah. you got your cabernet sauvignon 
You've got your uh, Pinot, Pinot Noir. Noir. You've got your Merlot. Your uh, Bordeaux. Your Bordeaux. Which is... Was from we went the, to Bordeaux, too. It's from the west of France, but... But, uh, France. but you can still get the Bordeaux grapes. <laughs> uh, we have been to Bordeaux. Yeah. Albert, it, it we, might not... We go, listen, it we might not places. sound like it, but we've, we've, we've driven around. We're not that stupid. <laughs> we're... we're <laughs> There's just too much to keep in the mind, like you know, like I'd like the to let the skull it is only fl- so big. I like to let it flow. Now, Frank, Frank had, hey, he did not troubles. We, well, he he inherited <laughs> his vineyard from his father, who right uh, passed away. You could call it an untimely death. I could call it untimely. He got plowed down. Oh, right. It was an accidental yeah. plow down. <laughs> I'm thinking of Piers Plowman. He thrashed. <laughs> he got thrashed. And Frank was not well equipped. He did not have the mental faculties to really do a good job here. Right. And he's like, um, okay, yeah, like, uh, you got the grapes here. And, you know, Michel's uh-huh. obviously way more popular than I am. He's making a lot of money. I can do this. And uh, what he did not know was that he, his father did not have a grape vineyard. They were <laughs> boysenberries. Oh, wow. Can you make wine from that? <clears throat> you cannot. Okay. Well, you can try. I But it's going gonna, it's gonna to taste a little sour. Sure. Sour, sour grapes. grapes. I get it. Yes. <laughs> so, Frank, uh, he put a lot of time, a lot of effort... All of the leftover, what, what was the currency in France in the 1700s? The francs? Francs. <laughs> right? Francs got to make some francs, yeah. And uh, he put all of it into this boysenberry wine, which he thought was just regular wine. And um, and he's like, well, I like it. Well, I like <laughs> it. And he had, he had uh, you know, he had relatives that had uh, immigrated over to America. And he goes, you know, he shipped it over. And they said, okay, this is the worst shit we've ever had in our entire lives. But our family does come from Aix-en-Provence, so let's order some of Michel's wine. And they ordered Michel's wine instead. Frank found out he immediately killed himself, committed suicide, put his head in the thresher. Just like dad. Just like dad. He wanted to follow in dad's footsteps in a different way. And um, and then the the family in America had this this inside joke about sour grapes, and it was like he wanted so badly to be like Michelle, Michelle right? Could not ever get there, wow. and was so bitter about it that he ended his life. Wow, that's a good guess, right? Thank you. That, see, now that's a smart off the cuff <laughs> guess right there. One of us is good at it. By the way, you have part. you're way better at it than I am. Are you kidding? There's no con- no contest. That was great. Okay, but is it how close is it? Um, On I a mean, scale from one to very close. I mean, your story didn't have grapes in it, right? Mm-hmm. It had boy- boys and berries. It was boys and berry, but, but they next. To Mar- but the fam, but the the extended family in America was like, "Oh, this is sour." He must have made this wine oh, with yeah, sour yeah, grapes. Yeah, so you're that close. You're close as the word mm-hmm. grapes. Okay, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, time wise, you were off by quite a bit as well because this comes from good old fashioned Aesop's Fables. Whoa, that's way back. That's way back. Yeah. So Aesop, right? 
what is this guy's deal? I don't know, man. Apparently lived. What a guy. Yeah. Like, first of all, what a guy. Second, like, there is just so little information about, like, yeah, right. like real information about the guy. Yeah. So it comes from. Yeah. Well, when were the fables written? Because I always kind of lose track of when Aesop well, was kicking about. Aesop lived, they believe, from between 600 and 500 Jesus. BC. Really? Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. So this story comes from. Aesop's Fables, The Fox and the Grapes, which I bought this book like years ago because mm-hmm. I thought it would come in handy for the show. Yeah. And I have not used it until today. Until this, this episode. And when I found out that The Fox and the Grapes is where sour grapes comes from, mm-hmm. I opened my Aesop's Fable books and it's the first story oh, in there. Meant to be. Isn't that cool? Yes. So here's what I could tell you. It comes from here. It's it's number 15 in the Perry Index, which is apparently like a, a an index of all of Aesop's hmm. supposed stories. Because that's the thing is like... Nobody, How many stories does he have? I, that's, the pro, that's the thing is nobody can agree on... How many he has, how many he wrote, yeah. how many he stole. Yeah, Some right. people say he didn't write a single one because he was a storyteller, not a story writer. So he like gathered stories yeah, from around. Kind of like Grimm's yeah, yeah. kind of thing, but they wrote it down. Like yeah. so it's it's he's a very mysterious guy. Is Aesop Greek Greek? He's Greek, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, the saying didn't come into like popularity until like the 1700s as like the idiomatic. It's still pretty old. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so this comes from, from Aesop's thing, which is like back before year zero. Anyway, so it's such a short story. I thought I would just go ahead and read. It's that read, short. It's, oh my, that is very short. So this is yeah, the, fo- the fox and the grapes. Nice. A famished fox crept into a vineyard where ripe luscious grapes were draped high upon arbors in a most tempting display in his effort to win a juicy prize the fox jumped and sprang many times but failed in all of his attempts when he finally had to admit defeat he retreated and muttered to himself well what does what what does it matter anyway the grapes are sour and then there's that little kind of um, moral at the end mm-hmm. that says yeah. it is easy to despise what you cannot get so you know the rock the fox he's like he's like he wanted the grapes then he couldn't get them so I he's like i don't need those grapes know, fuck those grapes fuck they're those sour grapes. anyway exactly fuck that presidency i don't want that it just showed you know people just haven't changed no or, no, or foxes, foxes no, haven't changed. No. no so you know so anyway like i mentioned it didn't come in it didn't come into popularity until about the 1700s which is like a really long time to steep for something mm-hmm. to kind of come back up but one of the cool things about the fox and the grapes it's one of the few of aesop's fables that has a single protagonist like if you look at any of these stories it's there's always, always two right it's like the oh. fox and the dog the dog and the, the the donkey the ass and the man the turtle and the hare the two asses and the three chickens like it's always <laughs> it's always people playing off each other but the fox is essentially alone here and no yeah. one cares but mm-hmm. anyway so this story has been like told and retold it's it's linked back to aesop which yeah. it's Essentially, Aesop, no one really knows if he ever wrote a single anything. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, there's a Scandinavian version of it where they use rowan berries instead of grapes because grapes aren't common in northern latitudes. 
Well, that's not so different than a boysenberry, if you think about that's it. That's what I'm thinking about. Did you say Rowanberry? Rowanberry. Did you have you do you, have you ever heard of a Rowanberry no. before? You looked. No, this I up? looked. I looked it up though. So that's a Nordic berry. Scandinavian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what's Northern the deal? Latitude. Did you look it up? I looked it up. It was look like it's a berry. also called like the ash tree. Or it's also oh, called like the... Uh, there's a great ghost story by M.R. James about the ash tree. Well, it's funny because it's also, it's also called something like similar sounding to like a witch tree. Mm. And there's like a, like a whole thing about it being like a witchy kind of... Mm, that makes sense. Berry. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which I thought was very cool. Whoa. All right, so here's the thing. Yeah. This is a very short explanation, right? Yeah. So I thought I would give you a bonus. Oh, I'm, I, I assumed there would be some fun facts and a bonus. Well... I figured I'd give you a bonus idiom here. Oh. And it is also from ASAP. Don't fuck the Rowanberry. <laughs> it's also from ASAP and it also uh, it also involves a fox and it's the 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 um the idiom is look before you leap. Look before you leap. And the reason that I wanted I wanted so deeply to bring this in yeah. uh, was because there's that old suicide machine song. Gotta look before you leap. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I figured officially at this moment in time right now, now we can reach out to the suicide machine. Oh, good. And yeah, say well, like, we have a re- would, <laughs> would you please? Yeah, please, we have a reason I, to talk to suicide machines. I know machines. you guys are probably on hard times. So, like, please let us. Do you remember, like, did you come see us, th- them with us a couple years ago? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we, we work in factories. Destruction by definition <laughs> yeah, tour. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. So I figured I just had to jump on this one. So look for look before you leap comes from a story, an Aesop's fable is called the, the Fox and the Goat. Mm. And it I do love goats. Goats are great. Well, I love foxes. I, yeah. I realize I do. Beautiful. Yeah. So this could be us, right? Yeah. So anyway, there's a well. And the fox falls down the well, mm-hmm. all right? And then a goat comes by. Mm-hmm. And the goat is like, hey, what are you doing down there in the well? And the fox is like, oh, my gosh, there's all this pure, clean, cool spring water down here. It's so mm. much. It's, it's amazing. And there's more than you could ever drink. Come yeah. on down here. Come on and have some. Yeah. So the goat's like, hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, okay. So he jumps down. And he's drinking up this spring water. And he's like, this is great. And then he's like, wait, whoa, whoa. How do we get out of here? And the fox is like, oh, yeah. Um, he's like, you know what? Uh, here, let me jump on your head. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump out, and I'm going to help you out, okay? Yeah. And then the goat's like, well, all right. Fox gets out, and then uh, he just starts walking away, and the goat's like, hey, what about me? And he's like, oh, man, sorry, dude. I'm, I'm busy. I got to get out of here. So the moral of that one is look before you leave God, into the well. Foxes. I know, right? They're the wor- They're so cool looking, but they really are the worst. I know they're so cool, but they're the worst. I know. <laughs> anyway, so Suicide Machines, we love you. Wanted we to do. get that in there, but I do now still have the fun facts. Oh, yeah. Okay? I I've, thought you would. I've got a threefold fun fact, Figured actually. Figured that, yeah. So my first fun facts are about Aesop, since we know nothing about this guy. Yeah. Right? Or girl. Or girl. Or, gr- or, gr- or gal. I hope it's not, because some records suggest that Aesop was a... Right? I'm going to ask for your help on this one. I might not know. P H R Y G I A N. Frigan? Friggin? Friggin slave. <laughs> he was a friggin slave. That's crazy. So some people some some people think I guess that, that's Greek, right? Yeah. I'll have so, to ask uh, you know, I'll ask Fyregan. Um, 
I'll ask Aristea and Constantina. And be like, how do you if, say this in Greek? If that's where friggin' comes from, that's really funny. Yeah. But anyway, so some people believe that Aesop was a slave twice. And he was... God, double slave. Double slave. That but sucks. his first owner sold it to the second owner. It. Uh, him to the second mm-hmm. owner. Better. I'm no better than that slave owners. <laughs> and... Um, and that the second owner let him free because he was so intelligent and witty. Mm, good. Now, another interesting thing about Aesop is that contemporaries describe him as having some physical deformities. Mm. Now, in 1737, Nathaniel Crouch, who wrote like a, a an, like an ish like a a new version of Aesop or whatever, mm-hmm. here's his quote. He said that Aesop was a person deformed to the highest degree, flat-nosed, hunchbacked, blueber-lipped, jolt-headed, his body crooked all over, hunch-bellied, badger-legged, and of a swarthy complexion. Swarthy. Oh, my. So he was like the uh, 6th century BC elephant man. Yeah. But small. Yeah. And according to Maxi- Maximum Planudes, mm-hmm. Planudes, Planudes. Uh, who was an ancient Byzantine scholar, he said Aesop's face was black of hue, and he was an ugly, deformed dwarf. Man, they really were. Right. And there's also like a bust of him in the art collection at, at Villa Albani yeah. in Rome that suggests that he suffered from some type of physical malformation. Like he, it does, it's a weird looking bust. Of, hmm. He looks all crumpled in. W- w- which villa was this? Villa Albani. Albani. Yeah. Hmm. They also think that he might have had a stutter, which is interesting because he was so, you know, with eloquent his, when he eloquent wrote his when he was writing. fables. Yeah. If he wrote them at all. Yeah. And here's another thing. So, uh, where, did, where did the stutter? Where did that even come from? That they that he might have a stutter. I don't know. The, mm-hmm. the ancient, ancient ancient scrolls. Sc- yeah, you scrolls. Know? <laughs> so it's all in the scrolls. So here's the other thing: is that they said that his life was like fictionalized. There was like stories just made up about him, and like sure. no one knows if they were true or not. But yeah. there's a there's a there is a belief that he was murdered because he accused the magistrates at Delos of tomfoolery. And somebody took a gold cup from the shrine of the oracle and they put it in his bag. Like they like they, they set him up. Yeah, you can't steal anything from an oracle. But I don't think he did it. No, me neither. And they I think it was just he was walking around being too wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone Wise was guy. Like, right, he's a wise guy. Right, exactly. Hey, so pass this Prasada. Pass it over here in my gold cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got it. You stupid uh Hey, yes, Stugats. Stugats, right, right. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. funny. That's the name of a uh, of uh, Tony Soprano's boat. boat. Yeah, Stugats. Stugats. Yeah. yeah. But Bill Heath, if you're listening, I know we watched a lot of. He's not listening. He might. <laughs> we we watched a lot of um, Sopranos together. Nice. Anyways. So anyway, so somebody set him up, right? They put yeah. this they put this gold cup in in his bag, and he was convicted of sacrilege and thrown quote. Headlong from a high rock. Hmm. That sounds like some 300 shit. Does. Well, I mean, right? Like Greece. There was the deformed character in 300 who was... What if that was the... the inspiration. What if that was him? Wow. That yeah. could have been the inspiration. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's Aesop for you. Anyway, so that's basically what I got for Aesop. He's yeah. deformed. He can't talk. He got murdered. I like him. 
I also have a few fox fun facts because I figured we're talking about foxes. Right? Okay, sure. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> well, did you know that a group of foxes is called a skulk or uh, or a leash? But I like skulk. What's the second one? Leash. Leash. Hmm. But like a skulk. I, don't think I knew that. I didn't know any of that. I love that like every animal around. has a name for its... I like that, too. Like a murder of crows. Yeah, well, that's a good I one. I fucking love that That's stuff. a good one. Yeah. We should do a podcast all about animal groups. Animal groups. Yeah. We just go back and forth. We just be like, what do you got? What, what do you think you a group of eels is called? Ooh. A slimy... <laughs> slimy? <laughs> slimy? <laughs> okay. Ooh, slimy? What, what do you think they're called? It's a goop, a goop of eels. You know what I like? Mm. The king rat. Oh, the king rat. That's when you get. Oh, a I know what a king of rat, rat is. Tails and all their knotted, knotted, together. knotted together. Yeah, the man. Um, Dan, uh, Dan Lazowski and I were talking about uh, king rat the other day because there was this story where this guy. This was two weeks ago, dude. Great. This guy was. <laughs> this guy was in New York City waiting for a bus. And all of a sudden, a sinkhole oh, yes. opened up underneath him. Yes. And he fell into a giant fucking like yes. pile of rats. I heard that story, too. He was there for 30 minutes. He kept his mouth shut because he was worried a rat would go mm -hmm. in it because he mm -hmm. hurt himself. And eventually, he got pulled out. And he was just surrounded by rats. Thousands of rats. And they made him king rat. And I thought of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, remember the villain King uh, King Rat? He like he's kind of like all wrapped up and shit. Do you remember him? Was he a toy? He was a toy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he like he he was called like yeah King was, Rat, like, huh? Yeah, and I don't I don't remember him as good as I should. He was cool looking. He was like in one of the early I don't know. Send us a King Rat toy. I have one. Oh well, I got okay. all the I got all the turtle toys. Why aren't they here right now? And then he sent me a king rat photo, and I was like, "Oh right, a king rat with well, all the ties." Since we're going down, tied. since we're going down memory lane, yeah. I have to shout out to Lauren Bondroff, mm. who, when we were staying with her in L.A., she had that story about all of the rats in L.A. coming together to a king rat that was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. And Apparently. it was like, it was like. I was like, oh man, I used to think I was creative. Yeah. But then I realized I wasn't because she's yeah. really creative. Yeah, her mind is something spe yeah. extra special. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. That one's for you, Lauren. Yeah, um, cool. Anyway, right, but you were talking about a we were leash talking about of foxes, foxes yeah, or yeah. a what was the other one? My fa I like the skulk. Skulk is because good I like because yeah. skulking around is a term. Like yeah, right. Skulk yeah, skulk stop skulk. Around. Stop skulking yeah, around. Tom Waits is skulking. Skulking around. around. He is. He is. Uh, foxes use the Earth's magnetic field to hunt their prey, hmm. so they can like magnetize to their prey. I don't know what that means. Mm, yeah. And Someone like that up. song, what does the fox say? Well, apparently foxes can make over forty different sounds. Good for them. Which I thought was pretty interesting. That's a, now. I told pretty you much this, where we're at. I told you that. Yeah. I told you this. The the fun facts were threefold, and now we have our grape fun facts. And there's not that many. Okay, good. Did you know? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I what mean, is that? So this is your bread good, and butter. Here, I mean, fella. it's good. That great facts are coming. We, what are they? So grape facts aren't that interesting. But I will tell you, number one, did you know that grapes are berries? Because I didn't. Mm. No, you didn't. I can uh. tell by your face you didn't. 
It makes sense that they're berries. I don't think I know. But they're berries. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But no one's thinking about it. No one's it. thinking grapes are berries. The other thing, the final thing that you should know about grapes mm-hmm. is that Dinesh Savanth Upadhyaya mm-hmm. Mumbai is, this is the name? world yes is the okay. world record holder. He ate two hundred and five grapes one by one in three minutes on January second, two thousand fifteen. That is awesome. Well, that's definitely our, what our game is going to be next week. Yeah, let's eat as many grapes right. as we yeah, can. Yeah, see what happens. Okay. I see why you had mentioned before we started recording that you had this idea about who can fit the most grapes. Yeah, I have grapes right there on the stand. Yeah, I've just been eating grapes all night. But I didn't have enough that weren't rotten (laughs) to put in our mouths. (laughs) They were great when I got them, though. They were grapes? 88 cents a pound at Acme. All right. You know who's not going to sponsor us is Acme. What? We can't get a sponsor that big. No. We can't get a a small sponsor. I wish we could get a sponsor from, like, Acme products on Looney Tunes, like yeah, like like Acme punching Anvil. bag hammer, right? Or black hole to nowhere. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a good one. Where are you going when you go in there? Right, nowhere. Torturous oblivion. Mm, oblivion. All right. Well, I think for me, I would say that's probably a wrap. That's a wrap. All right. Great work, Albert. Thank well, you. listen, everyone. Thank you for listening today. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Don't be an idiom. And, uh, yo, hit us up on the old email. Right. You've got a Gmail account. We've got a Gmail account. Don't be an idiom at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts. If you have an idiom that you've been thinking about and you want us to, to talk about it next episode, we'll do that. If you yeah. live if you live in a different country besides America, yeah, if we, you're Australian. The, yeah, if you're Australian or, or Russian. Or if you're or, the suicide uh, machines. Or yeah, if the if you're the suicide machines. That's the big one. Like really, if yeah. anyone has a those, friend of a friend of a friend of the suicide machines, yeah. just get the message out there. Yeah, that I feel I have a good feeling the message will have will get out there. I feel like they're you know, they're they're pretty blue collar. I think they might still Blue collar. Listen to some podcasts on the way to the factory job. (laughs) Blue collar punk ska. Yeah, right. All right. Well, until next time, don't be an idiot. I'm down in the dumps because I'm tied to these chumps. I'm a rat king. Hit the bricks cause I made her sick I'm a rat king I know I got the gust All my fate is that I must still be a king rat I close my eyes and see That the throne was meant for me I am king rat Who do you think you are? You're a rat king Don't you forget about us, we're a rat king. It's your turn to scratch the fungus, rat king fungus. You don't have what it takes to be a king rat, how about that?